All right. Joined here live on a Friday night, Spencer Ralston. Welcome. How are you? This is Spencer Ralston, a junior golfer at the University of Georgia and All-American last year. Yeah. SEC All-Freshman team. Yeah, and he was just telling us off-air that he's laying low on a Friday night so he can get up to practice tomorrow morning. As well as uh, attend ADPI Parent Weekend. That's right, but practice. Which I learned about. Apparently in the North we don't have sororities. <laughs> That's right. So we'll start kind of at the beginning, Spencer. And Spencer's from Gainesville where I, I grew up and live, and JP had migrated south where all the, all the good weather and good football teams are. So Good weather, please. <laughs> yeah. So Spencer. Way better weather. Way better weather sometimes. But Spencer, how how did you basically get into golf and, and just how did you get your start? Um, so, you know, I grew up kind of being around the game. My dad um, played growing up, played in high school and uh, played at the collegiate level at Clemson and, um, and still plays to this day. So I kind of uh, just used to go out to the golf course with him and kind of be around it all the time. And when I was younger, you know, it's it's a little bit slower pace, so I really wasn't hooked on it and all kind of stuff. And then as I started to get older and we go out there more with him and all kind of stuff, I just kind of caught a caught a knack for it and um, had a bunch of buddies around my age that we all kind of got into it together and um, kind of ran with it from there. Now, what other sports did you play when you were younger? Um, I mean, I played basketball, football, baseball. I didn't play basketball and football very well. But um Did you say very played, well or uh, very long? Both. Very long, but I guess not very well either. <laughs> um and then I uh played baseball until I think I I think I was done when I was twelve, but still wish I could play. Um love the game. But it's just kinda kinda tough to to where it runs in the same season as golf. So you uh kinda had to pick one or the other. What position and, uh, were you? I was a catcher. Uh, so if you were a pitcher, you could do both. Yeah, you could, but you could balance that just, out. What's up? You think Hack would be all right with a pitcher balancing that out? Like, hey, I'm gonna shoot. I couldn't pitch at Georgia now. No, I'm not saying you, <laughs> but like, let let's say you get somebody huh? in there like Kyler Murray, who's just as good at golf as you. Could he pitch and play golf through the spring? Uh, no, no. There's it, no chance. No, they no play way. every weekend. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, he he only pitches one game a week. <laughs> yeah, you could just pitch him. But still, I mean, you got to go to practice set. and all yeah. kind of other stuff. So, so baseball's off to a good start, though. Are they? But yeah, they have a good. They had a good ranking. The whole SEC's had a has a, a great conference. Hopefully, mm-hmm. it's, hopefully, it's better than the UGA basketball you guys got going on. Uh-huh. They're close. They're close. <laughs> uh, so, so you, at about twelve or so, was that the point that you? you decided you wanted to play college golf or um i wouldn't say particularly play college golf i just felt like that was something i was very interested in and i had a lot of success playing um when like the gsga junior sectional events um and then the atlanta junior golf and a lot of that stuff kind of growing up so once i uh once i won a few of those and you know you kind of like that winning feeling and how it how it translates to everything, and we uh, 
yeah, so I just kind of ran with it from there and probably middle of probably seventh or eighth grade was when I noticed like, Hey, I probably have the chance to try to play in college and all kind of stuff. And, um, I really worked hard and all kind of stuff and ended up getting to go to my dream school. So when did you get your uh, first contact from a college? Um, Hmm. Probably like, I think it was like hmm, maybe eighth, seventh or eighth grade. Yeah. I think maybe got like a questionnaire. It was from uh, USC Aiken. That was um, a good golf school too. Yeah. Yeah. Coach Carlisle. I think, is that right? Is it Coach? If he may know, I don't, I do not know. Yeah. yeah I don't either. That's... Yeah. I think, I, I think that's who it is. He, uh, yeah, he used to run the, uh, we would play a thing called the Georgia Cup at, the King and Prince at St. Simons. And it was like the Augusta junior golf tour, um, the golden Isles, So mm-hmm. Jack old Brunswick, St. Simons, all of that. And then the, um, Atlanta junior golf association. And they all had, um, I guess it was like the points winner, I guess from each division and you got together and played like a match play thing that weekend, um, down at the King of Prince. So that's where I met him and all kind of stuff. So, so kind of, did you have a mentor in the game of golf? Was it your dad? Um, um or... yeah, I'd, pr- I'd probably say it was my dad just cause he's the one that got me in it. And, um, I mean, I never really had any instruction until I guess I was in 10th grade. I started working with a guy who I still work with now. Um, who is that? Uh, Kevin Roman out of Monterey Peninsula Country Club. That's a little so. further away from Gainesville, Georgia, than uh... I know. Well, he used to be in Atlanta. <laughs> he used to be at White Columns. Oh, okay. If I'm, if I'm no, not... at uh, he was at Cherokee. At Cherokee. How do you how do you handle that relationship? I think it's been awesome. But like, do you, um, do you go out there? Or do you just send a video? What's the process? So there? I got to see him. I haven't been out there just like on my own to go see him. But we play. We start the season every year at Pebble. Um, so he usually comes out that week and we get to hang out with him a little bit. And, um, so I've seen him, I guess, three times now. And then we played an event at Cypress my freshman year as well as Pebble. So we got to see him, I guess that was four times. And then I went out to the, uh, when I played in the amateur this year, um, we got to go out and play a few holes at Monterey when one morning me and coach Worley who caddied for me, Bryson Worley, who's, my old high school coach. What's up, Bryson? Uh, go Big Red. And uh, he's now coaching collegiately. And uh, my dad, we all got out and played a few holes one morning um, with Kevin. So that was a lot of fun. That place is awesome. Man, this is th- this was a question for a little later in the show. But since you mis- mentioned you played Cypress and you played sp- start the spring or the fall in Pebble? Do you sp- we start the fall. And you start the fall in Pebble. I mean, mm-hmm. So where else, what's the best trip you've been on so far with as part of the golf team? Does the golf team count or like the USAM, he went out and played, well, he's playing Pebble. He played Pebble. How many times did he play Pebble last year? 2018. Mm. So we'll play, we played one, so four times because we played practice round and three rounds during the Carmel Cup. Jeez. Um, the collegiate event and then. I guess I played it twice during the amateur because I played a practice round and then played an actual round, but chopped it up. 
packed up and came home early. It's so like ten rounds of pebble. Not, I know. not bad. You're up you're up you're up five grand on the rest of the country. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But the best trip. Um, let's get back to that. That's true. I tend to do that. I'm, I'm going to interrupt a lot of stuff here. So just kind of <laughs> bring me best back. Trip. Um, I mean, it's it's tough to beat our Pebble trip in the way that we do it with um, with all the teams and the way that we tend to travel pretty well um, with the way the university takes care of us. So that's a lot of fun. And then Mr. Mr. Ewing, who puts on the event for us, um out there at pebble just does an awesome job but when y'all travel are y'all doing a lot of um airbnb type stuff or are you staying on normally just like normally like hotels and um like i guess some of the places we go like puerto rico or um we stay at a resort um but i'd say best trip i would say was cabo my freshman year um that was so much fun. Um, the golf course we play there, I think it's Carencia club is just so much fun. And that area is really cool. And we, we had a blast going down there, but I mean, it'd be a toss up between that and the pebble trip just because of the way that we get to travel out there and all kind of stuff. You, you mentioned real quick there, uh, Mr. Ewing, is that, is that Finley Ewing? It is. Yep. <clears throat> so his, he had two kids that played college golf. One played at Vanderbilt, right? Vanderbilt, and I think the other one was at Texas Tech. Yeah, how how is he involved with that tournament? Because they're they're from Texas. He like runs the Cotton Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm trying to think how many years it's been going now. Maybe this may have been the sixth year they played it, fifth, sixth, or seventh. I forget. But it started out when I think both of his kids were playing in school, and they did a like a match play thing. I guess Texas Tech and Vanderbilt um out at pebble and that he put on or whatever and it um i think it grew to four teams and then now they're at eight i'm pretty sure we're i think that's what it is i think it's eight teams um and it's just kind of grown throughout the years and i think i think they said this year they just um they just added on a few more years so they're going to do it through like maybe 20 21 or 2022 or something like that is what they're planning on right now so um he's just kind of grown and the way that he uh stays in contact with us and the relationships we've built with him and all kind of stuff have been great so all of us love going out there and seeing him and especially getting to play pebble so i bet now earlier you mentioned you know georgia being your dream school what what kind of recruiting process did you go through i know you said you got something in seventh or eighth grade but if i recall you made the decision pretty early to go to Georgia and, and, and kind of stuck with it. Did you ever go visit other places or really even consider other places? Or once um, you got committed to Georgia, is that where you knew you wanted to go? Yeah. So I, I looked at a couple schools, but, um, I went and visited, um, Clemson where my dad played. Um, and then I visited Georgia tech. Um, and, I guess I think I visited Clemson first and then I went to Georgia tech. Um, and then I visited Georgia and it was, I mean, I grew up going to Georgia football games and being around Georgia stuff and grew up a huge dog fan. So when I came and went on a visit and all kind of stuff, I mean, obviously just being my dream school and the tradition they've had, and the amount of players that coach had and coach Douglas have turned out. Um, 
it was kind of a no brainer for me. So. Yeah. But how did your dad let you grow up a Georgia fan in a Clemson house? My dad grew up a Georgia fan. Did he not get converted to Clemson or did he, he just went there to play? I mean, ball? he still cheers for Clemson and all kind of stuff, but he, he grew up a dog fan. I, I, I don't know what to say here. Mitch, you're probably listening. You're you're gonna hear this. We gotta have breakfast. I gotta hear about this. <laughs> no, but I, uh, yeah, Coach Finley, my dad played for, still coaching there, and, yeah. and your dad um, played with Bryson Nimmer's dad too, right? He did. Yep. So me and, and Bryson uh, are good buddies. And... Who's the other guy from Gainesville? Jason Griffith, my uncle. Yeah, he played at Wake Forest. Oh, he played at Wake Forest. Yeah. Is there another? No. Guy? No, he played at Clemson with my dad. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what I thought. Sorry, Jeez. way off. Here I am. Terrible. Here I am with the Gainesville knowledge. Terrible. <laughs> Gainesville mafia. But then, but then Bryson's at Clemson while you're getting recruited. Probably he's a senior, right? He's a year out of you. Mm-hmm. He's a year ahead of me. And you guys are pretty good buddies. How how did you not like want to go play with him? I mean, I'm buddies with. We play with all of these guys during the summer and year round and all kind of stuff. So I have buddies on all these teams. But I mean, it's. Just kind of, you grow up a huge dog fan, seeing the success they've had throughout the golf program and all kind of stuff. And it was just kind of a, kind of a no brainer. And the way my dad talked to me about it, he was just like, we got, he always asked me questions. Like once we got done visiting, like what I liked, like how it would fit in, like all kind of stuff. And, um, I was just like, once we got done with the Georgia visit, I was like, I want to go to Georgia. And he's like, well, then you should instead of wasting these other coaches time um, that have like spent their valuable time to come recruit you, you should probably give them a call and let them know and all kind of stuff like that. So that's good advice. Probably, it was probably like a few weeks after that, that I ended yeah. up committing. That's good to not waste anybody's time, but you keep talking about the success programs had and it's hard not being a golf fan and not see a UGA guy on the leaderboard every week. Mm-hmm. What's the impact? Got that another t- one right now. What? I said we got another one this week already. Oh, well, I, you, you you rudely interrupted me there. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my train of thought, but I was going to ask, what's the interaction that you have with the PGA Tour players that went to Georgia? Do they come back much? Like, like walk us through that process and what that means for you guys. Um, you know, it's really cool. We get to so Chris Kirk and then. Brendan Todd, who's Stewart's brother-in-law, that's right. Um, live here in Athens and top twenty-five so of Puerto Rico. What's up? Top twenty-five of Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. He's been playing good, um, and he, uh, you know, we get to see them on a pretty regular basis out here practicing when they're not traveling, and they enjoy hanging out with us. I think, and we enjoy picking their brains and stuff. So we get to see them a lot, which is really cool. Um, but a lot of the other guys, um, we normally see, like, we hung out with Sepp Shraka a couple of weeks ago in Puerto Rico. He came in a little bit early um, and ended up coming to hang out with us at the beach and all kind of stuff. So that was pretty cool. Um, but a lot of the other guys, you know, you, we might see once or twice during the during the fall, during football season. But once the, uh, you know, the, the spring schedule, I guess, the PGA Tour, they're just – playing every week and it's just not very convenient for them to come back, I guess. So we get to see them a little bit during the fall. Um, 
but having those guys like Chris Kirk and um, Brendan Todd around is really cool to kind of pick their brains and play with them and get their opinion on, opinions on stuff. So that's really cool for us. Are there any of the, the younger guys? I know you mentioned, um, you know, one was up there again this week and I, I forgot Keith Mitchell played well today and he's, he's done well early in some events. Does he, any of the younger guys, um, not that Brennan and Chris Kirk are old, but um, any of the guys that are that are a little newer out, do they still live in Athens or live close by? Um, so Sepp actually lived in Athens. He just moved out. I think he's in Birmingham now. Um, but there's a lot of – I think a lot of our guys are down at um, Sea Island. Oh, yeah. So where, where Where's Lee McCoy at now? <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Lee McCoy was um, at the Orchard. In... Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's where – I mean, I'm not totally sure. I don't. He's I don't talk to Lee. As, I'm not as close to Lee. We haven't um, seen so him in a while. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a while. So, um, but yeah, I think he's. I think he's out of there. And um, so yeah, most. I mean, Sepp lived with, or lived in Athens, and we got to see him a lot. So that was really cool. Um, and this is his. I guess this is his rookie year out there. So he's been playing well. He's had some good finishes. I think he yeah. played well last week. Yeah, he was up uh, there for a while in Puerto Rico. Yeah, and then I think he had – he was around the top 10 at San Diego at Torrey Pines. Played well there, too. That's good. So, what is – Off to a good start. Um, you know, while we're kind of on the, the college golf scene, what is the biggest difference that that you see between high school and college golf? Um, I'd say the biggest transition is probably, like, time management. Yeah. Um just because, you know, in junior golf and stuff during the year, during the school year, I mean, all your events are mostly two-day, 36-hole Saturday-Sunday events compared to when you're traveling and all kind of stuff like we are, and you can play three weeks back-to-back, and it may be Friday, Saturday, Sunday event, or it may be a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, like that kind of thing. So you're just, you're not on as regular of a schedule, and kind of got to learn how to toss things around and um, prioritize things. So I'd, I'd say time management is probably the biggest thing that I've noticed. With, with that all being said, what you came from a pretty rigorous uh, high school program playing at Gainesville. What kind of impact did that have for you to be a success at Georgia? Oh, that was huge. Um, I mean, Coach Worley and Coach Brown run that just like a college program, probably better than some. And, uh, I mean, we had, I mean, we were taken care of so well and just the way they organized everything, it made my transition really easy. Um, so that was, a, that's been something that's been awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we see it being around Chattahoochee. Well, Bryson moved on recently, but, um, and I helped out for a couple of years there when mm-hmm. you still got the bag. That's right. <laughs> Definitely still have a bag. It looks brand new. Are you still you still carrying two putters? Absolutely. Well, it's hard to ignore that. the success that UGA or uh, Gainesville High School's had. I, I don't even know the number they've got playing at the college level right now, but it's pretty high. Yeah, we. Well, I know my freshman year. Um. So the guys on that team, I think we had. I think we had seven guys from the team my freshman year that ended up playing collegiately yeah um, and you can only travel with six guys i mean that's that's unheard of in how do high they, school golf how are they finding the? that's crazy 
Yeah. So I like I mean, that shot us... you just took a Stewart though, but with, with the two putters. Let's get back to that. Let's. Uh... He knows me well. <laughs> I love the two putters play. You know, sometimes the short putter doesn't work, and when you don't play in anything other than Tuesday night golf, you can use a belly putter and switch in between mm-hmm. holes, and nobody really gives you a lot of grief about no. it. But oh yeah. Have, have you ever it's thought personal. about like going like arm lock one hole and then? Maybe even putting right hand to the next hole. You talking to me or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, that was that could have been for me too. <laughs> it could have. I don't know. I mean, I'll switch stuff up mid round. Putters? I'll put, no, not putters, but I'll switch grips. I'll claw it. I'll conventional. I, like it. I mean, you name it. I like it. Love it. Love like, it. I'll do something to change it up if it's not going in. I mean, you you have to. You can't do the same thing over and over. No, you can't. If you're going to miss it, you might as well miss it doing it another way. <laughs> you're you're going to get more confidence that next time. You're, you're, if you get that thing left hand low the next time, you're like, this is the one. <laughs> yeah, what's the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and yeah, over? Yeah. I mean, inspecting it, a different result. As often as you hit it 12 feet, it's got to get real annoying not making those putts. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> Did, uh, back to the UGA thing and the time management. Um, did you have anybody that really helped you? your freshman year, um, kind of a mentor. And it, it could even be Coach Hack or Coach Douglas, but was there anybody that kind of took you under their wing and showed you the ropes a little bit? Because you, cause you got in there right away and played well, which doesn't happen for a lot of people. Yeah, he hasn't left yeah, the starting so, five. So I'd say – I don't know anyone in particular, but I, mean, I just say everybody. Just kind of like with the seniors we had that year were – very supportive and are really good players. Um, Jaime Riverola and Grayson Sig, both of them are playing professionally. Um, and I mean, they kind of had the, they have the same aspirations that a lot of us had. And, um, that's just kind of what you need to kind of see out of, I guess, like the leadership that they had and all kind of stuff and kind of show you the ropes. And a lot of the places that we play throughout the year, um, we play on a regular basis. So those guys have played those golf courses for, three years so i guess golf wise they had they could kind of show us around and it um it made made our time learning some of these new golf courses and all kind of stuff pretty easy yeah that's that's a big help um Mm -hmm. and i'm sure you're passing that on to some of the some of the freshmen y'all have we got we got some good ones too i think we've got we got two in the starting lineup right now so that's really cool to see those guys are coming in competing and playing really well what uh who's the best college player that you played with? Mm. Or I, not I mean, maybe the best, a, but who's impressed you the most? I played I played with Matthew Wolf this year at Pebble at the first event and he smoked it by me all day long. Like how many are we talking like 30 40 yards? Oh yeah. See it is straight or is it just is it like Phil oh, Wild? No, no, he's he's super accurate. It's, it's on a, a rope. Fade. And, fade? Uh, oh yeah, bomb fade. Now, do you hit he it? Smokes it. Do you hit it past more people than hit it past you? No, I'd you say think I'm, you're pretty I'm average. Very, very, I'm very average. So put it in your. Let's get a number here with Wolf, where he was hitting it. Um, I mean, he was consistently probably 25 to 30 by me. All but, day but like, what's that, like 320? 
I mean, yeah, I probably hit it just shy of 300. So, I mean, there were a couple places that I know, like, I mean, number nine out at Pebble has the, the big hill that it runs down. We weren't playing off that new tee box. I don't know if it's a new tee box, but we had never played it until the year this year. And, I mean, normally when we play the college event, you're hitting 9-iron, 8-iron in there. But we played, during the amateur, we played that new tee box. I mean, you're just trying to bomb it to get it to the end of the hill, and then you're hitting a 5-iron into that green, which is no fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm trying to think. I, th- I bet I had 150 into 9. Um, what about iron wise with them though? Like, did you ever during the Carmel Cup this year? I I probably had like 150 when I played with him, and he bombed one and landed it on the hill, and I bet he had no more than 90 yards in. Did and you so ever like? Did you ever peek in his bag on par threes? Like, how close are you with the irons with him, or does he just? I mean, it does me no. It does me no good to see what he's doing. <laughs> You're not just curious. Like, no, because it just it would derail my confidence. <laughs> well, let's not do that. I mean, when I'm sitting up there trying to smoke a six iron, he's just feathering an eight iron in there. Yeah, it's that could be was frustrating. He, was he nice to play with? Was he fun? Like, yeah, yeah, he was awesome. He was he was a lot of fun. All right, hot take here. You don't have to answer if you don't want to. Is he playing college golf after this year? I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not very close. Like I don't talk to him all the time, um, so I don't know. But I know he's played well. He played well at it. Um, the waste management, I think. So, and he had a really good summer, and he's had a stellar college career already. So, sure, it just kind of depends on the opportunities that he's dealt. Now, if you've – so, I mean, we're just kind of going all over the place here. But so if, if you pick a teammate and you are playing two other guys in y'all's team, what's – do y'all have kind of a standing match in practice rounds or, or in, in qualifying? Um, you know, it just kind of depends. I mean, we always try to get a game together of uh, some sort, but it just kind of depends on – um, I guess how many like to an event if we we take five and take an individual maybe we'll play a three v three thing, best ball birdies count, and then maybe if you're in a three man group during qualifying or something maybe play nine point. Yeah. So it's just kind of all over the place. It just kind of depends on the day. It's nothing. It's nothing like you go to the first tee and you're like me and Davis Thompson will play whoever wants them. Hey, whoever wants them can come get it. I'll take <laughs> Davis all day long. <laughs> So, so this is a, a very broad question, but but twenty years down the road, which I know is hard to think about, if if you're t- t- looking back at your golf career, what would you consider it to be successful? Is it is it being on the tour for ten, fifteen years? Is it winning out there? Is it winning a major? I mean, what does success look like? Your dream, your dream success. Uh, I mean, my dream is to play on the PGA Tour, so I guess you could say that's it. And then, I mean, once you once you get out there, you could, I guess, build new goals and all kind of stuff. So I'd say making it to the PGA Tour and hopefully having a long career would be something that I would love. What kind of goals do you have through this spring immediately? Um, I mean, one of our goals that we had talked about was – win as a team because we hadn't won since I've been here at school. 
Congrats, congrats in Puerto Rico. Thank you. Yeah, we played well down there, and um, it should be a good confidence builder for everybody. I know the the Phillips brothers lost by one. Um, Whatever, go never. So both both of them played really well, and um, <laughs> Davis Davis has been playing well also in the playoff of the Jones Cup. So we got a bunch of guys playing good. Will Kalstor's one of our freshmen, has been playing really good too. So just kind of a good confidence builder for us knowing that we were we knew it, we were good enough and that we could compete with these other teams it's just good to see some results yeah that was, that was a good field that was a strong win mm-hmm. speaking of the yeah, we had, there were some big teams we i think so we were co-champions with georgia tech i think they're ranked inside the top five you see y'all don't, a lot of, so there were like a four-way tie for first and then a, a two-way team time do no, no college think, events play those off or anything no so most do, but, um, but for golf stat, it doesn't matter for the playoff. Yeah, um, so I don't know. I don't know how it works for golf stat, but the um, most I think every event that we play in plays off. But they'll, all they'll, they'll play all off the teams, for hardware. Yeah, and then but most of the teams, um, like most all the teams are flying out of the San Juan Airport there shortly after we get done. Um, to try to get back for class and all kind of stuff the next day. So, um, and I, I think that's the reason we didn't play playoff was like travel arrangements and all kind of stuff. So yeah, because you were fifteenth, but you were only like I think I three, lost by four. three or four shots back. Yeah, so it was a pretty pretty packed leaderboard. Were you guys pissed you didn't get to play a playoff? Uh, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I mean, we would have we would have loved to. have play tech in a playoff and beat them right them being our rivals and where you're like hey let's let's go back to georgia and get on the horn this wednesday let's let's go find a mutual ground <laughs> let's take the let's let's take this to east lake come on i mean that'd be fun i'd, I'd be down to go play east lake speaking of east lake we, we talked earlier about like your best trip ever you've played pebble you've played cyprus i think at georgia you get to play augusta mm-hmm, what, what's the best course you've ever played on your opinion, it might not even be one of those three. Um, so I mean, I I definitely say that's those are in my top five. I think I don't think I have a particular like favorite course, um, because that's just kind of I just think that's a really tough question, just because there's so many good holes on different golf courses that you love and all kind of stuff. So I'd say those three are in my top five, and then a place I played the U.S. Junior, I think in 2000. 13 at um it's called martis camp club in Truckee, california it was awesome i remember seeing some pictures um yeah that, that place was so cool it was awesome we had so much fun i, I don't know if you listened to bryce to our to our interview with denim earlier but we asked I was, him i was i was listening to the beginning of it yeah we we asked him his favorite muni course he's ever played and he threw out tory pines and that's not really a Muni course. <laughs> so let's. What about your favorite? What about your favorite Muni course? Mm. The hooch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, Easy I mean that's just kind of a that's All kind right. of a given. Let, let me do one more follow up before Stu steals the mic from me. Favorite course in Athens that you play? Definitely Athens Country Club. Okay, I love that place. Okay. All right. Well, 
Are you going to come play TNG one time this summer with us? If hey. I'm invited. At your favorite uni? Muni? Uni. Muni. <laughs> Always <laughs> invited. How am I doing? Open, in, you, open you're invitation. You're not running it anymore. No. Give it over to, give it over to WAGS. Give it over to WAGS. We gave it to WAGS, Say, and the uh, WAGS removed me from the email list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll take it up with WAGS. How about that? JP still upset about that? No freeze out this year, dude. What happened? There's no freeze out? There wasn't. <laughs> just fell off. It just died on the vine. All right, last question. Mm-hmm. What's your prediction for the upcoming what do you mean last up- question dude we gotta do a little rapid fire we gotta ask him a few other things okay i got i got some ideas <laughs> okay well i'm gonna ask you for a prediction on the upcoming georgia football season oh man is next I mean, year the just, year the, i mean we've been saying that for so long <laughs> I, I mean i have confidence i'm a huge kirby fan and it's, i love the confidence or i have a lot of confidence and he's done a great what job been doing and We've been so close lately, but it just seems like the story of Georgia football is getting close, getting close, getting close, giving giving you hope, and then taking everything away. But um, no, it should be a good year. I think we signed another really good recruiting class, and got a got some guys that stepped up, some younger guys last year that grow during the off season and all kind of stuff. So it should should be a good year. Do you as long as we beat as long as we beat those Tigers, I'll be fine. Uh. Do y'all do y'all have any interaction with the football team? Um, I mean, we see them around. I don't I don't particularly hang out with a lot of them, um, just because they they kind of do their own thing. They're busy and focused and got a lot on their plates, just like everyone else does. So I can tell you the um, the best interaction I had when I was at Auburn was I had some back issues and I'd have to go to the training table, and I'd be down there and the football players would be in there. And Quentin Groves, who played defensive end and then played in the NFL for like maybe seven or eight years, he told me, he asked me one time, he's like, what are you doing in here? (laughs) I was like, I'm back getting some treatment on it. He's like, what sport do you play? (laughs) I said, golf. He said, how do you get hurt playing golf? That's a luxury. (laughs) (laughs) I would have loved to hear that conversation. (laughs) I was like, well. Let's go find him and see if he wants to play golf. (laughs) Yeah. So, I, I, I have two questions for you that we can end it from here, but going through college, playing playing college golf and at a high level, social media, what's that like and how do they uh, help you out of Georgia to train you to not make any big mistakes, I guess, or what, what kind of advice do they give you throughout social media? Um, I mean, we kind of, I'm, I'm sure they monitor it, but we do a pretty good job of everybody on our team kind of knows the restrictions and what to post, what not to post and all kind of stuff. And just cause we're not, we're not just representing ourselves and our family and our teammates. We're also representing our coaches and the athletic department and all kind of stuff. So we're representing something bigger than ourselves. So you don't want to put something out there that puts them in a bad spot and all kind of stuff. And we also do like, I think it was last year. I think he did as a sophomore, kind of like a social media um, training kind of thing. So they they do those things throughout the year to keep us well prepared and um, make sure that we don't make any mistakes. Good, good. And the last thing I, I want to ask you, 
this this podcast is called Auto Press. When you show up to a college golf tournament, what's one giveaway from any college kids that you see on the putting green or the practice range that you're like, that guy's got no chance today? White belt. White belt. <laughs> White belt That's immediately. Just... Or headphones. I hate, I hate seeing people wear headphones warming up. <laughs> is it the, ear, the earbuds or like Beats by Dre? Or any? Either or. Mostly the Beats. They're just like, I mean, I just don't, I mean, I love, I love listening to music while I play golf, just like y'all do all the time at the Hooch, but <laughs> I hate listening, I hate seeing people walk around listening to them in their headphones. So, so we got college, college <laughs> golf, you get auto-pressed if you're wearing a white belt or if you warm up to music. See, I thought, that I'd heard, I've heard the white belt, but I thought like for a while there, I kind of thought people were into them i do not no, own no, one hey i'm not i'm not gonna lie i had a white belt when i was like 12 but that was back in the day somebody said it was okay if you had like less than a 32 inch waist to wear a white yeah, belt that, that's not no. me it's just not <laughs> okay. that's not me either but especially especially with like if you're wearing like white shorts it, i mean it can kind of blend in and you can't tell as much but if you're wearing a dark color shorts like black and you throw a white belt on there it's just the the worst the worst are those kids that they're wearing white belts now that they get like worn out and then like they get the brown part of, on the top. You, you you know what I'm talking about? To oh where, yeah, to where they're or, just like so or, raw. Or black shoes with white socks. That's a mm. that's awful. Cabo, our old what about under used to get on us underpants. If even if you have black pant black shoes on underpants, you have to have black socks, right? Yes. Yeah. That looks even worse. Right. If you wait, wait, say that again. Well, you said black shoes and white socks. I didn't know if you're talking about shorts or pants. Any, like, just in either, particular, you either. can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, you just can't do that. It's just against the rules. Yeah. People don't know it. People don't know. All right. Hold on, hold on. I got one more question. Oh, God. JP just. Well, got... he, he's already played this year. 2019 is a year of rules debacles. Have you run into any rules problems, and what is your least favorite rules rules change? Mm, I haven't run into any rules problems. I've dropped a few too many times. So you I've dropped gotten used the knee. To, I've gotten I've gotten used to the knee drop. Yeah, I dropped. I dropped four times the first round at Puerto Rico and shot under par. So that was that was pretty cool. <laughs> um. Yeah, I went through two sleeves of golf balls in the first round. I had to throw four of them. I lost. Two of them got damaged. So I was two sleeves down after one round. Someone told you that, hey, I'm going to give you two sleeves of balls and they're not going to make it through the day and you're going to shoot under par. I would have been like, you're crazy. Yeah, you'd be a lot closer to shooting 80, I would think. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, did Does your group putt with a pin in? Yeah. You know, we've experimented with a little bit. I'm, I'm kind of a – I haven't done it a lot, but I'm not against it. Yeah. I think that the whole thing – I just think the thing that messes with me a little bit is kind of your sight line. It just looks like the hole smaller a little bit. Cause Boom! The, I said that last week. Yeah. I? So mm-hmm. I think I think that's the only thing that bothers me a little bit. And it, also, it depends on the type of flag stick. I mean, those guys out on tour and All right, a lot of the places you you play have the, I guess the white fiberglass flag stick. But some of these country clubs you'll go to, and they, especially like down like at the beach or something like that, that have the big, sturdy, thick flag sticks yeah. to kind of 
hold up against the wind. I wouldn't, I would never put one of those in, but, um, I've seen a lot of guys. I mean, as you've seen on tour, like instead of a lag putt, like having somebody tend it, they'll just leave the pin in. But I usually, I like, I would rather have somebody tend it just because I like to see, I line my ball up and kind of have that line. And then, um, I like somebody standing there as like a depth perception kind of thing. That's yeah. kind of the way I look at it. So, but no, I haven't, I haven't putted a lot with it in, in competition yet, but, um, we've kind of messed around here and like qualifying and all kind of stuff. And, um, I mean, I'm not, not for it, not against it. So. Well, awesome. Well, th- thanks for all this Spencer. Oh, no, for sure. It was fun. Yeah. We'll get you to have back. We'll have you back on. Definitely. Yeah, we do, we'll do a, we'll do a part two once has TNG started back up. No. No, I think it's well, going to be... I couldn't tell you because yeah, I'm not invited. Not, JP may not know, but I think it'll be early April. Yeah, I've got to I've got to make it back for a TNG. We can do a a live a live podcast from a TNG. All right, man. Hey, I don't say this often, but for you, go dogs. Hey, I love it. Love to hear that. <laughs> good luck the rest of spring. Sounds good. Thank you all. Yeah. Great putt, man. Ooh.